John Feely is Ireland's leading classical guitarist and um, for many years was at Dublin Institute of Technology, has a number of recordings out there and is also a composer. Some of his work has been used in films and in, te uh, in uh, TV series that you wouldn't know about because background music, while it's there and it's beautiful, it's just in the background. But John, as a classical guitarist, uh, relies on the instrument to present his talent so you don't hear a voice. But we're going to hear a voice today. John Feely, welcome to At Home and Abroad on Irish Radio Canada. Thank you, Austin. Music, we heard, I, I had the pleasure of uh, sitting in on a concert recently uh, where you performed in your hometown of Bambaslow, County Galway. And you're very proud of your heritage. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I was delighted to be back in Vanislaw, and uh, actually, it's where I started out in Golands. Uh, I started playing the guitar, electric guitar. Yeah, so we heard. So yeah. we heard. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I first heard electric guitar played by Tomas. The first time I heard an, a, a, a real guitar played, part from recordings, was was um, Tomas Galand playing on the back of a truck right. as part of the St Patrick's Day parade. So I, I followed that truck and it, it led me back to Galan's here and I came in and and, um, and I remember speaking to him and uh, anyway it, it turns out I, I started learning guitar, I taught myself guitar and I, I, we played in a band together and um, and uh, it went on from there. Now you, prior to guitar I know you are an accomplished pianist because I remember seeing you sitting at piano and admiring your fingering of the uh, arpeggios many 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 years ago really yes I, I would never think of myself as an accomplished pianist but um, I'll, I'll take your word for it okay <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing we should mention is that you mentioned the name Tomas Galan but a number of years ago I had Pat Galan Parik Galan on the show um, Parik received the order of Canada for the work that he does as a surgeon in Toronto yeah. and it's the same family Parik is from the Galan family and I'm sitting with John in the family home which is a hotel in Banlaslow so there's not just the connection but we have the Canadian connection yes, very yes. strong as well yeah, and of course the com other thing is Parik was uh, Garbley, you're Garbley, I'm Garbley and Tomas is Garbley, Garbley. so uh, yeah. the alma mater is there yeah yeah and, and Parik is obviously he's very distinguished as a very distinguished person. indeed so going back as say like the music before you um, heard Tomas gone down on the back of a truck with an electric guitar. Um, you had an accordion. Yes, uh, when I was about eight, maybe about eight years old, my mother bought an accordion, but it was a single row accordion, so it didn't have the the, the um, chromatic notes. And, and when you say we're talking, it's a button accordion. Button accordion. Okay. And it, it just had one row of keys, which means you just had had the diatonic scale. You didn't have the chromatic scale. Right. So, and I remember looking for the notes in between, and I got really frustrated with it, and I gave it up very right. quickly because right. I couldn't find the notes in between. Right. And th so I didn't continue with that, but I did play piano accordion later when I when I came to New York as a student um, because I, I, I had taught myself classical guitar before that but I, I first started taking lessons in classical guitar as a student in New York Okay. and so I had to I was in New York illegally actually initially <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I shouldn't say that but I say it at this you're same. back here now and uh, um, I did get a green card after a year year and a half or something but I had to fund myself through college because I couldn't get grants because I wasn't uh, there legally so I, I started playing piano accordion in, in Irish bars to make 
you know, to, to put myself through college. And I, I learned six or seven or eight sets of reels and jigs on, on the piano accordion and, and backed up singers and uh, that sort of thing. So I did make a living for a few years as a piano accordion player. <laughs> now, in that time, when your mum got you the button accordion and you progressed on to a piano accordion, as I said, my memories go back to where uh, you could sit at a piano. Um, were you able to read music at that stage, or was that no, something? No, so I, you, I, and you, re, you were relying on your ear. Yes, yeah, I always had a very good ear. Yes, uh, and even before I learned music as a, as a kid, I, I, if I heard a tune on the radio, I would be able to sing it off. So for me, to sort of me, you yeah. know, whatever it was, I would know the notes that were in the tune. Right. I think because I heard my el my eldest sister, who actually never learned music, but she used to sing songs in the salsa. You know, she'd sing so for me. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and I think, yeah, that sort of thing. And and I think I must have picked it up from her. And but I always had. I, so when I went to college, I never really had to do ear training because I had a very good ear. Right. Now again, when you heard Tomas on the back of the truck, what age were you at that stage? I'm not sure. I must have been maybe twelve, thirteen, or something. Yeah, because again, my memory is you were an accomplished guitarist by certainly. Um, when I hit Garbley, you were an accomplished at yeah, that stage. Well, I learned very quickly, and, and um, after I started learning guitar, I think within three weeks I was in a group, right, <laughs> in the with Moss. Yeah, and and then there was a kind of a battle between us who would be the lead guitarist. Okay, but I think after about a month, I, I won out. You won. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and and uh, some others in that uh, w went on to distinguish their uh, long careers in music. Um, Billy Burgoyne spent many right. years, uh, yeah. a phenomenal drummer, yeah. spent many years yeah. with Daniel O'Donnell and yeah. now is with Mick Flavin yeah. and toured the world with Daniel. Yeah. Um, and I know uh, Jack Mannion spent many years right. with Brendan Shine, yeah. but has retired since from music. Actually, Brendan is still going. Still. Brendan is, but Jack has retired. Oh, from Jack, Jack has, Jack has, has yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. Um, Brendan Shine was actually here last night. He wasn't. Really he right. wasn't at the concert. He just happened to be. I, I met him. Okay. But, uh, anyway, that's beside that's the point. point. Indeed. <laughs> we have chatted with Brendan before on air too. Right, We've okay. had Brendan okay. on the show. So. Um, and another connection. Uh, um, during my third and f no, no, during my fourth and fifth years, the, my leaving cert year, all during that year, I was playing with Brendan Shine, and uh, so I'd be playing um, playing gigs with him, yeah. getting getting home at three o'clock in the morning and going in for class next morning. I was doing this up till Easter, and I, of course I wasn't telling the people in. No, you weren't telling teachers. anyone, were you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it's only uh, from Easter on that I, I stopped. Um, you know, and started to work for my leaving search. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and of course, back that time, um, you were a day boy, yes, and yeah. while the musicals were being put on in Garbley, pre predominantly it was Borders. Borders who, yeah, I was yeah. never involved in those. Yeah, which was which is because it was a loss for. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It should have been probably. Yeah. So after Garbley, you then head for college. Uh, yes, I started out in engineering, yeah. and. Um, I was, both of my brothers had done engineering right. for me, and, and then I was um, uh, maybe two years in engineering, I was in second year in engineering, and I was thinking to myself, I really have no interest in being an engineer, and um, so I decided to change to music, so I went, I, I, um, I, I changed to music in Trinity, and uh, right. I, I studied music there. Right, the, the, um, 
uh, I suppose well, you moved from the, from what would have been very much a solid career to yes, it uh, was a big decision at the I'm time. I'm sure you know, it was. It doesn't it mightn't seem like it now, but for me at the yeah. time, it was quite a a momentous decision. And, what, what, and how did it go down at home? Um, the one comment my father made was, he said, "I hope you're not sorry." Right. <laughs> Which is, and he never said anything else about right. it. And yeah. My mother was very supportive. They oh, were great, yeah. actually. Right. Really good. So, despite, <coughs> or while you have a number of CDs out there and you do performance, you spend many years as a teacher. Yes. So, yes. you had a, well, you weren't um, at the vagaries of gigs. No, no. But I, I had, it, my teaching has a number of different prongs, had a number of different prongs to it. I, I was teaching guitar. But I was also, I, I also got involved uh, with overseeing dissertations and that sort of thing. And I, I did oversee a few doctoral dissertations as right, well and right. along the way. And um, so, it's, but it's mostly teaching guitar. Right. And in teaching guitar, you, from something we chatted about yesterday, you mentioned to me that a very well-known performer here in Ireland had to come to you because their physiotherapist suggested they might... Oh, that's true. Oh, yes, yes. I know you. So I, I better not mention that. Oh, d- well, sorry. <laughs> okay. We've, we better not, indeed. Although I don't know if we'd be doing anyone any harm. <laughs> but but uh, it, it, he, um, it's somebody who, who plays in a popular style and very well known. And uh, yeah, the physio- they were playing, maybe not using the, the hands in the correct way. Right. So they had a problem with the thumb, the left hand. And uh, anyway, they, they eventually decided to have the operation because okay. um, it is so far gone you oh. know, and it, it turned out to be reasonably successful they, right. they can still play you know. yeah. so like here was if your um, skill set extended beyond just either plucking or playing and teaching that you were being included in, yeah. in health and, related and that's right and then I, I, I did um, work a little bit with other I mean I, I used to teach The Edge for a few years and you too as well okay and um, I used to go out to his house every week and uh, I mean he, he wasn't interested in learning classical as such he just wanted you know expand his range of, yeah. of um, guitar experiences of us and uh, so that that was maybe 20 years ago right Um, Going back to some of the work that you have done and the music, um, you've also performed using James Joyce's guitar. Yes. And while those that are Joyce scholars know that James Joyce had a guitar, there's an awful lot of people don't realise that James Joyce had a guitar. Yes, and it's, 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 um, it's in the Joyce Museum in Sandy Cove. Right. And uh, it was in very bad condition, and Fran O'Rourke and myself went to see it a few years ago, and we decided to get it, um, you know, restored. Uh, Fran funded it actually, and and we brought Gary Southwell, who's who's an expert in that area. He, he's an expert in early guitars. Mm-hmm. He came over from England and, and restored the guitar, and uh, uh, so we we gave a number of concerts. Nearly every year we give concerts on it. We, we played in um, in the Joyce Museum quite a number of times. We did five concerts one year uh, around Joy around um, around Bloomsday. Bloomsday, yeah, and um, and we also played in UCD and Stevens Green um, Newman House. Right. Uh, but the, the only thing is they wouldn't they won't let you take the guitar out, and if it's taken out, they take it out. And, okay. Uh, so uh, one of the 
uh, tracks on my CD, The Immigrant Song, is, is a live track from, from the concert in Newman House. It's mostly with singers. You know, we're right. doing songs from Joyce. Uh, songs. Now explain that as well. When you say you're doing John, uh, songs from Joyce, within Joyce's works, he makes references. Yes, there's so many uh, to classical music, but there are also many, many references to Irish music. So we, we took some of those and, um, you know, compiled them around right. it and yeah. we called it Joyce Song. And we did. We have a CD of uh, of those songs. Um, Fran O'Rourke and myself. Fran is not a classical singer. He's he's more traditional mm-hmm. singer. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and Fran, of course, is a philosopher. He's he's a professor of philosophy in UCD. He just retired from there, and uh, he's also a Joy scholar. But uh, um, so the 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 live CD doesn't have Joyce's guitar in it because we couldn't take it to mm-hmm. Monaco. So we, that's a concert we did in Monaco, um, at which the Prince was at. The Prince of Monaco was at the concert, right. and uh, that was two years ago, I think. And uh, so that's we put it out on CD. Right. So the the type of or the some of the ones in that repertoire that the listener might be familiar with, um, what. As Joyce, because uh, yeah. um, there are many. Uh, Sally th- Gardens, yeah. the Jones, um, the Lass of Ockram. Right. Because uh, there were some Yates, like they were in that vintage, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put some on as, yeah. as we, you and I finish chatting, we'll, we'll play some from that. But. Um, a project like that. Um, I know you were also were you, you were working on some Yeats stuff also. We we did we did we did it with some concerts in America with um, where we did some Yeats as well because wasn't it last year was an anniversary fourteen was it yeah yeah something, something or, like that yeah and um, yeah we and we did uh, yeah we, we we did we we haven't recorded the Yeats ones but. Uh, but I should mention that I was improvising the accompaniments to those songs. You know, it, it wasn't. I didn't do very arranged versions of them. You know, I just improvised accompaniments. So, in effect, again, you were providing background to some readings. Was it or the well, recitation? You know, we, 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 people would read yeah. in some of those songs, and then we'd, we'd do a song, and I, I would improvise the, the accompaniment to the okay. song. Right, know, right. Uh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, and I did a few solos as well, like right. Sally Gardens. And right. uh, so uh, then composition, you've, done, you've got into composition as well. I've done a few bits and pieces. I wouldn't, by any stretch of the imagination, you know, describe myself as a composer. But um, No, but I wouldn't describe you as um, either as um, bashful. You're being very modest. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but uh, yeah, I have little bits here and there, you know. And uh, I've written music for a few TV documentaries, um, Aim the Butler, yeah. on Irish heritage and that sort of thing. And uh, and I played two pieces last night that yeah. were from different TV um, programs. So when you followed um, Tomás along the street, he wasn't playing classical music. Oh, and, no. and he when was just playing no. basic yeah, chords. Yeah. And, when, and you were, when you were with Brendan Shine, you weren't playing classical music. No, no. <laughs> I didn't take up classical music till I was 19. Right, but now in your listening habits, would you, and how much, or how broad would you uh, put your listening as and what kind of non-classical would you tune into? That's interesting. Like, uh, um, if you talk to a lot of 
professional musicians, they don't get to listen to music that much. Right. <laughs> You're either busy playing it or practicing it to learn it for a concert. Or, but I, I, I have pretty wide tastes in yeah. music. You know, I, I like everything from Indian music, jazz. I love jazz. Right. And um, I love traditional. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like every type of music, really. Right. You know, I, and especially because I, I have a background. Actually, you know, there's some country guitar players that I love. I think they're fantastic players. I know that. Yeah. I can't. Rem- I, I know. I'm trying to remember the name, but I know I can't put it on because I remember the time that uh, we you shared a, a train journey with us many years ago. Oh, you yeah. you performed some country on the train. Uh, did I? You did. Um, I uh, wasn't arrested. No, you weren't arrested. At that time, the train was quiet. It was no, there was no game on. There was no game going to Dublin, and Galway weren't playing. Um, he, he, it's there's one of his things was I won't talk or something, and you'll, the name will come back to you. But Chet Atkins was a great Chet Atkins. It was a Chet Atkins. Okay, yeah, I know. You, and and when you played. Albert Lee and people but, like but that. when you did your yeah. Chet Atkins it could have been Chet Atkins because he has a very distinctive style yeah, 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 yeah. and I will never forget that, huh. that uh, yeah. I'd forgotten that <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't <laughs> but you know and that's why I'm asking in a way because again the distinctive style yeah, because I played everything before I, I learned classical I played jazz bit of jazz country rock um, you know cont- everything really right. I, I, folk and so on I, I did a bit of everything. Now you did mention uh, that you know a lot of professional musicians don't get that much time to listen because of yeah. the amount of time performing and practicing. And I have an idea of the amount of time you spend practicing. But how many hours a day do you spend practicing? Well, that's there's two. You could approach that question a number of ways. How many hours a day should I be practicing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a little bit different than what oh. I do practice. It depends. But if I have something coming up and I have to practice, like for instance, I had a concert in the concert hall there a few months ago where I played. It was like a history of contemporary Irish music from 1970 to present day, and that was an extremely difficult program with a, a lot of learning. So I, I, that took me a few months learning that program right so how much per day I had to I was doing a few hours a day yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so like I have had, I've had students who, who've done eight hours a day right which is pretty impressive it is impressive yeah. because again from a, a in the audience you sit there <coughs> you certainly know a lot of work has gone into it yeah. but you never have an understanding of how much work has gone into it yeah yeah I mean I've been pr- I'm pretty lucky in that I learn things fairly quickly mm-hmm. but um it depends on the piece and how it's written, and particularly contemporary music. It depends on whether the composer knows the guitar or not. Okay. It, it's a real problem when composers don't know the guitar very well and write a piece without being in consultation with the guitarist. Okay. And then you can get a piece that's very unidiomatic and and really doesn't lie well on the on the guitar and right. uh, takes an incredible amount of work. John, I'm hopeful that. In 2017, that we might be able to get you to Canada. I'd love to be able to do so. Um, we're working on it, yeah. and if we do, uh, the listener will have the opportunity to actually experience what I got to experience last night. Uh, I, my previous experience of you performing classical had been through YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, and also through CDs, but to be able to sit and watch was fantastic. Um, I do remember the Chet Atkins, and I do, <laughs> I do remember also you standing on the stage in Garblick, um, 
in, in the foursome and I can't remember what she played it was, might have been a Beach Boys thing or something yeah. um, but that's, that's gone back yeah that, that's a year or two ago it is a year or two ago and, um, when I didn't have grey hair and you had red hair <laughs> so if anyone wants to find you you're out there on your website I, I, my website is down at the moment, but I'll be putting one up fairly soon. Same, it'll be the same URL. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. John Feely Music or just John, John Feely Guitar dot com. Yeah. yeah, and you are on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and you're not on Twitter. Yes. I technically am, but I I, I haven't really used it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to share some of your music, and I want to thank you for taking time. It's been an honour and a pleasure to sit with you and chat and I do hope that we get to see you on our side of the Atlantic in the year ahead thank you very much thank you